Hello, and thank you for listening to Saga Podcast. This is your one and only co-host, Sarah, and I have Garrison here today. And we are going to be talking about four different shorts. Um, Each of these I picked specifically because of their fantastic... um, They're just really good. Really good shorts. Quality animation. And they're not more... They're not longer than like 10 minutes, I think, at most. Um, So we have uh, Best Friend, One Day... Mahua and Ordelu, and we will kind of go into more detail as we go on. Spoiler alert, this audio may contain spoilers, so please proceed with caution or an open mind. I don't care. So let's start with best friend. Um, Garrison, why don't you start with what you your original thoughts were when you saw this? Well, first off, uh, best friend is a short about um, uh, like, like friendship or artificial friendships in that in that, um, sorry, let me plug this in. In that, um, the like most of the po- of the population in the city, uh, they wear these uh, chip type things on their temples, hmm. which like creates this uh, like augmented reality uh, friend um, in their rooms, and they can like have parties and and they can talk about things. And so we follow this character that um, he he's lived... kind of a sap. What's that? So he's kind of a sap. Um, in what way? Like he's just he's just lonely. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, he yeah, she he's lonely. It's a big city, right? And I have this in my notes. We see other people who might be going through the very same exact thing that he's going through um but we don't know their their stories but we do find a presumably a homeless guy that has like scars on his temples meaning that they must have been take been taken away by the government or something or maybe or maybe they were stolen so this homeless guy steals the main character that we're following steals his uh temple chip <laughs> Temple chip. <laughs> Why was that funny? <laughs> <laughs> he still says temple chip, and um, the we think that okay. So n- 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 now that his chip is stolen, he's moved. He's moved on, and he's going to like make real friends. But it closes with him just getting a, a new one, and we're back at and we're back at square one. Right. So, do you think that? Okay, so they juice up these little temple ships with, like, eye drops, I guess? And so it's crazy because this character that we see, like, the main character, his eyes are just wide, like, all the time. And they're bloodshot. And so you can tell 
he's constantly doing this and it just reminds me so much of how much we revolve our lives around social media, around our phones, computers, technology. And it's just like how we interact with technology is so relevant. I think that's why this one specifically is such a relevant um, short to look at. And these, by the way, these are all on YouTube. You can just look them up. So look up like best friend, um, short on youtube you'll find it awesome and then um I, like i've seen this so many times i've seen this like at least a handful of times and each time i watch it i'm just like enthralled with how this story progresses this is such a really well told short film from the animation number one from the story two and then from music from start to finish this is such a well-rounded story and is highly impressive. I would watch it. And it's like not even like six minutes long. So that's how impressive it is um, and how well explained uh, the story is. So really well done. Yeah. Um, it made me think of Black Mirror, like a Black Mirror episode. And, yeah. and I was reading this article this afternoon. It had nothing to, to, to do with this, but it's pretty relevant to this conversation. Um, have, have you heard of the game Death Stranding? Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, so it was an article about Death Stranding and Watam, uh, which is a new game that is from the creator that made um, the Katamari series. Hmm. And uh, Watam is a similar story in that it's about isolation and trying to make like friends and uh death death stranding has a similar concept and really like uh i've read several articles about like how big cities uh tend tend to have more unhappy people and more people in in isolation and uh that's definitely something that we're gonna have to come to come to to terms with or find some solution to in the near future because mm. uh, that's probably one of the biggest um, problems facing young people today yeah so I mean I've seen commercials maybe they're not actual commercials I'm not sure but um, for young men especially in China who live in bigger cities like Hong Kong um, Shanghai places like that um, where they'll have this like AI girlfriend and it's kind of like Alexa or Siri and you can tell her to turn on the lights when you get home and she'll just greet you and it's like this is the future the future is now they made movies about this in the 80s and now it's here have you seen her we walking yeah. yeah that was pretty good that's yeah. how it <laughs> like that that's the future guys like if we can't find human connection this is why we do this podcast garrison just so you know so that we can have this one-on-one -on -one personal connection every week um you know so i'm not isolated here in my studio apartment um so that we can find human interaction like the more you do this stuff the better and i know it's hard for some people because not everybody is an extrovert like myself yeah okay yeah you know you're moving on no, no. <laughs> moving no, on um i do have like one more comment about best friend yeah uh, i'm not sure if you noticed this because 
you didn't like this movie, but there was a Perfect Blue reference with like the girl like skipping away and like she was kind of ghostly and ethereal. Yeah, I don't think I noticed that. Because <sighs> I saw that note you made and I was like, uh, what? <laughs> what? This is, um, that's a problem. <laughs> All right, maybe I should go back and watch it again and then yeah. get it. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, moving on? Yeah. Okay, so the next one we are covering is the short called One Day. Um, this one was my least favorite of the four that we chose, simply because it like left me wanting more. And I think I was like kind of upset about that. Like it wasn't a perfect, well-rounded short. It didn't explain everything beautifully in a nice little ribbon and um, kind of tie it up. It was like, all right, so there's this guy and he's living in this house. This house moves at a certain time every single day. So he can't just like stay in one spot. Like it moves to a different location. And um, it's kind of a cute, cool, magical twist to it. But then he finds a city. He finds this girl and this kid with who has this girl who has a kid. And then he stays there. And that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh I quite liked it, um, top two, and yeah, it's top two of these four. And well, I gotta ask you about your top two. What's that? After. I'll ask you about your top two when we're done. I'll ask you what's your favorite. Um, yeah, uh, this felt like a, like a proof of concept sort of thing, like, um, you would show this to a studio to make a longer project of the same thing, like a feature film, uh, it, I did, I did want to see a feature-length version of this, of like his his travels, um, going to several places, meeting people, but like finally settling on the on the woman and her kid. Uh, and I was I was reading the comments on this video, and uh, and the reason why the house stopped moving was because what? home is where is where the heart is and oh. so yeah oh i thought that was cool see that's so cute it makes me want to throw up <laughs> <laughs> like oh <laughs> well okay so my take on it was like he he got lonely so like after traveling so long and like being being his own dependent independent bachelor or you know, seeing everything he could possibly see, he got lonely and was like, okay, so I can't continue to do this if, you know, I don't have somebody by my side because he didn't have anybody. There was nobody in the house except for him. So he was like, I'm going to pick this person. But then my thought was like, oh, okay, he's probably going to continue to do that and continue to do traveling, but he needs a companion. So is he going to stay there? Or like after he wins her over, is he gonna go back to his old ways? Okay, so you saying that sort of sparked uh, a story. So uh, my head headcanon is is that um, he was in a uh, like a long re relationship spanning like several years with this is with this girl that he thought he r r really loved, but something happened like. Uh, like she cheated on him or something or, or, or something. And 
he swore that he would never fall in love again and and uh he basically wanted to become a forever bachelor and just travel travel the world without anyone holding him back but um he so he slowly realizes that he actually really does need someone and that's how he met the girl and uh her her kid right that's what i'm saying it's like it's like a bachelor thing like that's what they do but it is a really cool concept i love the concept i just wish that there was more um more to it like okay so you made a comment here is like is he bound to the house why can't he just get a mortgage on a new house and that made me laugh <laughs> i was like how are you supposed to sell a house that doesn't stay in one place longer than a day <laughs> Like, here, quick, sign this before it leaves. <laughs> also, you can't view the house for longer than a day. You, like, you gotta be really quick to decide whether or not you want that house or not. Yeah, but, like, is his life, like, bound to the house? Like, he, if he leaves it for too long and it moves to a new place, does he die? Like, why? what's keeping him bound to the house? Is it sentimental or, or is it some sort of contract? I don't get it. Right. Like, is there, like, um, is this heart actually the house? Like, have you seen House Castle? House Moving Castle? Yeah, House Moving, how, bleh, house moving Castle. Yeah, we did a month on that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, his, his heart is, like, the flame that runs the house. So he can't leave the house. I don't know. That was my only take on that. I feel like that's, like, a a one-off so so home really is where the heart is so his house is in the home and that's why he can't leave it yeah yeah so he is he is tied to it and he can't leave the house but the house is actually listening to him now because his heart is also following this woman and this child we should write the feature-length version of this this sounds really good yes <laughs> <laughs> on it um, um, all right, are you ready for the next one? Or you got anything else? That's it. All right, okay. Next is Mahua, which is like like a Mayan tribute, I would think, because there is some Mayan attributes to it and um, some very ceremonial sacrifices that are made. I, I feel like this is harder for me to explain because it is such a an emotional one. I, I really love this one. And I picked this one specifically because of how strong of a, an emotion it made me feel. It was like rooting for the main characters the whole time. I was like, yes, yes, go girl, go girl. Um, yeah, yeah. It, um, it looked cool. Uh, probably the coolest looking out of all of these. And uh, when I was reading the comments for this uh, short, I... I agreed with their comments about like how how it would have been so easy to like sexualize the female form but like really you, it didn't like I didn't notice hmm. like they they treated it with uh, respect you know yeah because it wasn't about like the fact that their breasts were showing okay so premise to this it's it's there's like two girls and they're both being sacrificed to the gods, quote, 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 unquote. And 
they're basically just fighting for their lives. Like one girl is like kind of adapt to it. Like she's okay with it. But then their her best friend is like, hell no, we're not gonna do this today. Today is not the day we're gonna die. And so she saves her friend, but in the midst, like she dies. Like it's very tragic. And it's probably the only one of these shorts that is like a, a real tragedy, like the Greek version of a tragedy. Um, sure, yeah. And there was this motif of, uh, of like a snake that came up several times. Uh, do you have any idea what that was? So I think it's more of like a Mayan thing. I don't know. I didn't do the research on that. Um, I mean, my biggest guess is that it has a lot of symbolism to do with, like, the Mayan culture and how they view snakes. I don't know. I'm right. an um, uneducated person. So I did, like, a little bit of, like, research and, like, apparently in the ritual sacrifices from, like, about 10,000 to about 80,000 people were sacrificed, uh, mostly slaves, criminals. Uh, children of noble lineage, foreigners, and women and children were not excluded. Um, hmm. So a lot of people died. But what's crazy is that it looks like about 10,000 people were lining up, all women. Yeah. Uh, which was pretty crazy. I wonder if that was some sort of statement because they were all women being sacrificed. Yeah, Ooh. I don't know. Because I don't know. I don't know. If it was, like, um, a reference to contemporary times, ooh, I feel like that would be a lot for me to say. But, I mean, it is relevant, I guess, because it made me want... It made me angry, you know? Like, it made my SJW person come out. <laughs> um, right, so... Let's see, what, what do I have here? Right, so the guy that was sacrificing, that the guy that was doing the sacrifices, was... So did he actually believe in the sacrifices to the gods, or do you think this was all some, some like big cult, and he really didn't believe in the gods and just wanted to kill people? Yeah, and I saw your comment on that. Like, the guy was just doing his job, and I think he was just doing his job. I mean, he had to believe in it, right? Like, you don't... Well, I shouldn't say that. Like, you don't go to war just because, like, if you don't believe in it, you don't go to war. But people get drafted all the time. Not all the time, but, like... Yeah, but uh, let's say um, uh, these ritual sacrifices have been going on for... I actually don't have that information on how, on how long they were doing it. But say they were doing it for a few centuries, and that's passed down from generation to, to, to the next. And... Uh, I guess it's just like, you know, real life faiths in that it's pretty much taught to you. And uh, if you're not exposed to anything different, you're not likely to question it. Yeah, like, it, like it's just common day practice for them. But what's interesting is, is that I suppose that the girl's friendship was... Um, okay, so the first girl, the older one, I think, it, mm -hmm. it seemed like she... When when her friend stepped in to like stop the sacrifice, her her friend was mad that she stepped in. Was she mad because that meant that her friend would get targeted, even though she was going to be sacrificed anyway, or 
was it that she really did want to be sacrificed to the god because it was some sort of honor? Hmm. Maybe a little bit of both. Because, like, if you're a really true friend and you're not a sociopath, then you're going to always be worried about your friends. But then the gods need a sacrifice. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So she probably was feeling angry towards both of those things. And that's a pretty valid point. I don't know. This one is, like, probably my favorite. I don't know. Actually, I don't know. This one's really good, though. We got strong SJWs about this. It's like a lot going on for this. Okay. Um, thanks for that. Uh, any more comments on this one? Nope. All right. On to the last one. Croix de Lue. Croix de Lue. Which is French for out of water. Um, and the story behind this is, is that some uh, macaques are, uh, are like climbing this snow covered mountain during this blizzard and it's like sheer cold uh it's like deathly freezing and they're trying to uh to um go to the uh to this uh, hot spring on the mountainside but some other apes are there and the couple the a uh, few monkeys that came late with their kids uh, they're sort of like pushed aside, like they can't go in, and so uh, they keep being pushed back, and um, they die in the cold. Yeah, this one was pretty tragic too, but not like the traditional tra kind of tragic. It was like um, kind of like pathetic. I don't know. That's really bad to say, but it was like the director of this gave the macaques like some very humanistic emotional side so and i'm not saying like monkeys don't have emotion because all animals are emotional just like humans but it showed the more emotional side of the macaques and how they cared for their children and how important it was to them and it was the the fight to survive and one of the big takeaway i got from this was like yeah there's different races of macaques or monkeys or animals whatever you want to say and um they they look down on each other there's a like a race war <laughs> between these guys and that's not far from nature they they look like the same kind though they have very subtle differences if you look closely they've got pretty subtle differences now i, I know that i know that but my thought was because they're in like hot water, their their skin is like more like there's like more blood cir circulation, so they look fuller and healthier. But mm. the other ones were cold, so their 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 skin doesn't have as much like blood going through it. And you know that was my original thought to begin with, but then I watched it like a second and a third time, and I was like, you know what? I think this is about different races. Like, I'm using races very loosely here because, like, if you're a macaque, you're a macaque. But, you know, there's, like, leaders, right? And then they, like, okay, so, like, if you want to get technical, I'm sure there's, like, a like a male leader it's a love of one clan of macaque and there's another male leader of another clan of macaque and they probably don't get along very well. So there's subtle differences in how the clan looks because the male leader is the one that like spreads his seed everywhere. So everybody looks different. 
That's how evolution works. Um. Here's my TED talk. Were there any men, males there? I'm gonna say that the the lead antagonist is a male because he did not have a baby hanging around him. Okay. Um. I'd like. All right. So I took it more literally. Like you took it sort of. Uh, like symbolically. Yeah, symbolically. Mm-hmm. In that, I looked at it. I, I looked at it. I looked that. I looked at it as, um, like, uh, just sort of like, like nature, like human nature or animal nature, and how, uh, it got me to, the, to thinking about if the monkeys that we followed were to be in the hot spring first, would they have treated the other monkeys the same way? Because you know. Uh, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely so uh, would like it it seems you know sad that they died but would we have felt the same way if the other family died and like who's really good and what is good or bad or right right and I feel like we could get really philosophical about this um, because it's tragic to see like the mother and her child die and I thought it was really kind of cool in the end how they basically, like, they, I mean, they froze to death, but they looked like they became a part of the mountain. Like, they looked like they just became stone. And I thought that was a very beautiful, um, symbolic way to, like, memorialize, like, the idea of them. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that, that felt like, that image felt like something that you would read in like a Nat Geo book where yeah. they found some like uh, some like fo- some uh, remains of the apes from, from like thousands of years ago and they came up with this story about okay so that's so we, we found these uh, apes and these apes they were like the mother perfectly preserved yeah like they would make some sort of story about that and that might have inspired this short but I don't know uh I did write a few like comments on like the behavior of the apes and how that irked me hmm. uh, if they were the same species um so apes um uh okay so a, an ape leader that is purely aggressive and un reciprocating uh they usually don't last long in the hierarchy uh because their lack of um so of sociability leads to hostility which breeds resentment and which leads to an overthrow of power Mm. so being like that wouldn't yield great results in the long run and two um uh like female apes which i thought they were like the female apes they're usually pretty chill and they usually help each other's kids out um so i i just like ir- that hurt to me when uh when the ape threw the other one out which i thought was a woman but you have other wrong ideas um <laughs> <laughs> and apes you know tend to groom that's like a social bonding thing uh so if they were from the same family tribe group they would likely have groomed each other and would have uh, not led to that. Hmm. Very good 
points. Shame on the director for not getting it right. No, but <laughs> you're probably right in that it's supposed to be taken symbolically, not literally. Yeah, I don't think it's supposed to be. Like, it's not supposed to be like an animated Nat Geo kind of thing, <laughs> you know? Although, if they did that, that would be cool. Mm. But it probably wouldn't be accurate. <laughs> Just like Primal. Um, Jundi Tardivaski's Tar Primal. <laughs> like, others, uh, man and dinosaur living side by side because animators do what they want. Did you know that the short had like real backgrounds? Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to take a second to talk about like the quality of animation? Because I picked it specifically because it was like, ooh, interesting. Cool, like foresh or like what's it called? Short foresh foreshadowing? Not foreshadowing. That's that's like a literary term. I'm talking about like, um it's like when so there, I'm sure somebody will correct me on this, but like it's like when something in the foreground is blurry and something in the in the, the background or the midground is like clear and crisp focus is that uh focus something like that what about it uh well they use that quite often in this one um okay uh um it did feel like a um like a animated found footage or something hmm. uh that's sort of the feel that i got um and i wonder okay so how much of that was real or how much of it was animated like, did they really go to a snowy mountain, you know, or... I don't know. Like, yeah, that's a good question. Is like, how did they get that footage? Footage. I guess we'll never know. Never know. Until we ask. Uh, if any of you know, listener, dear listener, uh, we hope that you let us know. Because um, that could be life or death information that could perhaps save our lives. And yes. I know you want to save her a lot. Yes. But uh, speaking of something that I kind of wanted to talk ab talk about, but just now remembered. So last week, like we were towards the end of that episode, we were talking about like, um, you know, like like supporting us. But I don't really like. I I was trying to. Like not say anything, but Sarah had to open her big mouth and <laughs> and actually say the M word and which uh, N word? Money. Oh yeah, money. Yeah, I mean, uh, but but seriously, guys, um, like don't feel pressured or anything. No. It just you know helps us like like buy lunch or something. Um, and we do well, it, it pays on... for the website. It pays for the website, really. Yeah, <laughs> and, and we do plan on going to like, uh, it's like festivals and things like that. Um, and that would be a cool thing to, to talk about. So, uh, yeah, yeah no pressure. Just, um, if you like us, then it definitely means a lot. And, um, yeah, thanks. And next week, we're going to be talking about something very scary, very nasty, kind of cool, Wicked City. Bye!
Thank you for listening to Saga Podcast, where we talk about animation and animation things. Um, This is your favorite co-host, Sarah, and I would like to remind you before you head off that we do have a Twitter, a Facebook, an Instagram, a website, and soon to be a Patreon. So if you could reach out to us, leave us a comment, a review, anything that you like, and we will appreciate all of it. Um, Otherwise, have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time. Bye. See you next time. I hope you liked it. (laughs) Come again.